Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the last episode of 2022. Oh, I mean, I don't know. First of all, I hope everyone had a semi-okay-ish or wonderful Christmas time because I know this is a very hard time for most of us um, and when I say us I mean people with eating disorders and when I say us I don't mean me anymore but I remember back in the days how hard it was and how much of a struggle it was so I hope that everyone was in a space where they felt comfortable enough to also set up their boundaries. And you know what? If you didn't have a great day or great couple of days or felt lonely or whatever it is, it, it's just a couple of days. Now, this podcast will drop right before New Year's Eve. I know also that New Year's Eve is such an overhyped thing. And it's kind of like similar with Christmas. I feel like there's so much pressure to dress up, celebrate it with all your friends. Well, what if you don't have any friends? Or what if you really don't like fireworks? That's me personally. I hate it. I, I hate it. Um, instead of, well, except if it's far, far away, I like it. But what they do in Amsterdam, it's basically a war zone. It's scary it's just like literally uh there's a war going on uh, bombs are dropping all of that jazz so although i'm spending my new year's eve this year with a group of friends we're having dinner we're going out to have a after party all of that jazz which has been arranged for me i know plenty of new year's eves Back in the days as well, when I was sick with a Lyme and an eating disorder, where I was completely alone, I didn't have anyone. So, you know, if if that's you, like I said, it's just 24 hours, you can get through that period of time. I know that because you are strong. If you're listening to this episode, you are strong. You are just way stronger than you give yourself credit for. So... I thought let's take a moment of reflection um, for this year because, and I'm I'm speaking on behalf of myself on how I felt this year has gone by for me, and then how it panned out, and um, it sounds a little self indulgent almost, but then again it's my podcast, and I think a lot of you can maybe relate to it as well. So first off, I'm recording this now uh, on a day where I am suffering again from a lot of eye pain, which makes me, well, dive deep into the topic or jump into the topic per usual, which is this year has been awful when it came to the horrific pain that I had to endure. And um, if you're new here, which I am pretty sure you aren't new here, but if you are, I suffer from 
chronic eye pain, which is due to chronic Lyme disease. Now I say chronic eye pain because I've been suffering with this for about, I would say seven years, something like that. But there were a lot of years where these, well, the first year that I got this eye pain, it was unbearable. It was literally I can't even prescribe it or describe it with prescribe it, describe it. It was so severe. I was suicidal. It was out of this world painful. And no one had the, well, the answer. No one gave, well, I did, I did do um, uh, certain medication or take certain medications, but they didn't help whatsoever. So, but I, I've, I've shared this story a million times over again, so I'm not going to do it again. But basically that one for that first year when the eye pain started, it was mind-blowingly painful. It was, yeah, it just, it knocked me out. It really knocked me out. And it was so, so scary as well, because like I said, I have very asymptomatic symptoms when it comes to Lyme disease and chronic Lyme disease for that matter. And so when I got this eye pain, I was like, oh my God, if this is going to be lasting for the rest of my life, again, trigger warning, but um, I, I don't know if I can handle that. I was just very, very, it was a very dark period of my life. Now, fast forward a couple of years later, I did so many treatments, a holistic route, yada, yada. I got so much better. I was actually in a state where the eye pain just was, a well, I kept it at bay for a very long time for some reason. I don't know why. I still don't know why. And that's the unfortunate thing. If you don't know where the pain is coming from, it is literally the biggest mystery and it frustrates the hell out of me because I just want to have a quick fix. I know that, well, not even a quick fix. I just want to know where it comes from. So this, well, let's say the past two years, um, the eye pain started to come back. And first it was every, I would say every two or three months. And then I had an eye pain attack, which maybe lasted for about five days. And then it would ease up again and go away and dissipate. And then I would be fine again for a couple of months. And maybe it was even actually at, I know, every four or five months. But there was a lot of time in between where I was doing a lot of work, being on my screen, texting with friends, watching TV, no eye pain whatsoever. Now, this past year, actually, the actual year of 2022, I think it's also interesting too for me in, I don't know, a couple of years, maybe in five years time to listen back to this episode and see how I'm doing at that time in my life. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I will be in a, such a different headspace and, well, not headspace necessarily, but we'll, we'll, I'll talk about that later. Um, but physically, I hope that I will be way more healthy. But, you know, you never know. So um, the actual year of 2022 was miserable when it came to my health. And when I say health, I really refer to the eye pain. The eye pain was so prevalent. I mean, I can only look back onto this year thinking, oh, my God, I had so much eye pain, which is pretty sad because there were so many other cool things in my life happening this past, well, basically this year has been really cool on so many levels, uh, which I will also talk about, but the eye pain was, I mean, it was extreme again. And I had maybe, 
I don't know, every other week it, it started to, to happen all over again. And, and so I, I, I took, I started to take oxycodone again. I know in the, ba- in the past I've said, okay, I will never name names again when it comes to medication, but I feel like why not? I'm not abusing it. I'm not addicted at, at all. Thank God. I've said this before. If, if it would ever be an issue, I would be even transparent about that as well. Because like we, I always say we're all human beings and, uh, yes, I am addicted to restriction. So I can never go back to a diet or whatever because I have a genetic predisposition for anorexia or for restrictive eating disorder, but I don't have a, a, a genetic predisposition for alcoholism or drug abuse. Thank God. But then again, you only know that if you try it out, right? So um, so I had to basically take oxycodone again. And I was so mad because I was so glad that I didn't have to take it for five years. That Again, that says a lot about me not being an addict because I can take it whenever I need it. But if I don't need it, I won't take it for weeks on end. I don't, don't take any medication. I don't take my muscle tranquilizers, nothing. If I'm good, I'm good. I'm not dependent on anything, which I know... I'm lucky for because I know there's a lot of people out there who are struggling with with drug abuse. And so I know that that's that's something I'm really, really lucky with because at this point I could have easily been addicted to all these medications that I've been on. So that is a knock on wood and also a very, you know, something to be graceful for, appreciative about and or for. So that's, that's the good thing. But the bad thing is just that I now don't really know if I started my Invisalign journey also this year. So I basically started to, if you don't know what Invisalign is, it's these, well, it's clear braces. I'm pretty sure that you know, you do know what it is. And um, because my occlusion has a lot to do, the eye pain has a lot to do with the jaw. My occlusion was, oh my God, now it's getting too medical. Basically, what I'll just I'll cut it short, but I had an Invisalign um, braces for about ten months. Yeah, it's I think it's ten months now. And ever since I started that, my eye pain was through the roof. And I, for some reason, I never connected the dots up until a client said to me, "This could be it, maybe." And uh, I know that I've said this before in a podcast episode, but the, I, this, like I said, this is going to be a reflection for me onto this year. So I um, was done with my Invisalign a week ago, and now I'm still suffering from eye pain. So here, here you go. You never really know if there's still some something going on. I also need a root canal, guys. You know, at this point, I don't... I just don't know. I really wish... I would know what's going on. Um, maybe it's some nerves. In my, I don't fucking know. And now I'm just making things up. But it, I feel like there's something going on with my jaw, with my teeth, and then with my eyes. There's some correlation there. But then again, I'm not a doctor. So who am I to say anything, right? Anyway, so pain-wise, it's been a hefty year. Um, I really, really had to mentally be so fucking strong because the, some days were so dark, and when and and when I say dark, I mean I do mean that I felt not suicidal, but I I did feel very hopeless, thinking is this ever gonna end? So fa- let's go back onto the beginning of the year. So in the beginning of the year, I made the decision 
to, well, first of all, start my Invisalign journey. And I was doing very well with coaching. I'm still doing very well with coaching clients. I've been doing this now for five years successfully. Again, knock on wood. I'm so happy with everyone that I've worked with so far. And um, I've been going to the, to the Côte d'Azur, aka the South of France, for such a long time since my mom has an apartment there. So this past year, I thought I really want to find an apartment there because I made some new friends there as well. And I always say the friends make the city or the place you live at a very nice and wonderful place because friends for me are everything, especially being single. My dog passed away also in March, which which is still, I have a hard time talking about it, but I feel like I'm now finally, um, I gave it, you know, I, I'm not crying when I'm talking about mommy, my dog, um, which took a long time. And I constantly thought, I'm going to have a dog. I'm going to have a dog. I'm going to have a dog again. I'm going to have a dog again. And then, then I thought, no, you know what? This is the first year ever in my life where I'm not tied to anything. I'm not tied to a job, aka not, not a boss is telling me you have to stay in Amsterdam. I don't have a relationship. I am single as fuck. I don't have a dog. I can rent out my apartment in Holland if I want to. And let's fucking go. So I packed up my bags. I found an apartment in the south of France, which was a nightmare, but I found it. Uh, It's falling apart, as I've said before, but I love it to death. And I moved there. For seven months, I moved there and I made the most amazing friends and I call them friends even though I met them fairly recently but some of them are kindred spirits it's it's crazy especially when I think well three out of the entire group and it's a big group the new girls that I've met there oh my god they are it's I'm getting literally goosebumps right now it's it's weird how the world works but I feel like I am so lucky that I've attracted so many amazing people. Yes, sure. I've attracted horrible people in the, in the past years as well, because I also started dating again in that same year and I cried myself to sleep certain nights. So there's also that I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, Oh, you know what? It's all been peaches and cream. No, absolutely not. Like I said, I've had the most horrible pain. I've had, um, situationships. I've been in a lot of situationships in the past Four and a half years now that I've been single. My God, it's been four and a half fucking years. Holy crap. Yes, it's been... Or has it been five years? No, I think four and a half. Anyway, so yes, I've been single for a long time. Now, in the beginning, I thought this is going to be my hot girl summer. I'm just going to, you know, work, play. That's about it. Um, Which, in the end, I do become attached to someone and then... I got let down and that happened three times over every, it was like a, I said, I said to, said to my friend the other day, I said, it felt like I had this three month, um, what is it called in Holland? We call it fluke. Um, I don't know what is, oh God, my brain's not for functioning right now. Well, anyway, after every three months, it just ended and I, they, they started ghosting me and it was just like done. And so, and this was actually happening to me, I would say a couple of years. No, well, not that, that's not true. I would say in the last one and a half years, 
that was constantly happening to me. And it was also very upfront. And I can de- absolutely dedicate an entire episode about this as well. I've done one with Amalia about a chronic illness um, and dating and all of that and how to communicate that, which... It's not easy because I was in a lot of pain while still dating those people. And um, yeah, it was received pretty well, I got to say. But then again, when it's... I'm still struggling with this because it's a lot of setting up your own boundaries, saying, hey, you know, I can't do this or can't do that. And you never know how it's received. And it, yeah, you're you're you could get hurt, which I did. So, but then again, if you don't open yourself up for love, you're never getting anywhere, right? So you have to be willing to get hurt, which I know is scary as, as hell because no one wants to get hurt. Um, so I had that on top of the eye pain. And sometimes I cried myself to sleep and thought, what the actual fuck is going on right now? But then again, I had my friends who are my rocks and... My mom also has an apartment there, so she's always with me. I am beyond grateful for my mom that I have such a close relationship with her. She is my ride or die. She is my everything. She's my queen. She, I, being an only child, I'm basically raised by a single mom. My dad is, they were married, but my dad was never there. Um, My dad and I are not very close. And so my mom is my everything. And thus friendships for me are very important because they're basically becoming my you know my siblings so that's the those are it's kind of like a mixture of the positives and the negatives one of the very 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 positive positive things that happened this year was a couple of things so a i started noticing that well first of all i've been doing the same work for the past five years and there's going to be a lot of changes in the next uh, year. Uh, well, not a lot, but let's say a few. I have some projects on the mind. I've been saying this. It will be postponed a bit here and there. Um, I, I, I mean, I wish I could hold myself to a deadline, but I can't because of the eye pain. If I would have been healthy, that would not be a problem. But in this case, it is. But my, of course, every every job, every um company is going to evolve and that's also in my case the situations and I'm I'm very thankful for that as well so basically this past I would say in the summertime I realized you know what I need to start outsourcing so I started my podcast so recovering with Danny started I think she was born in uh, when was it I think in June July I should have looked that up but I mean it's so it's a pretty recent new kid on the block and so I started my podcast and I'm so glad I did because I thought about it for such a long time and I never did it and then I thought fuck it let's do it also I outsourced someone uh, to edit it edit it because I knew that if I had an eye pain attack even though I can edit it myself there's no edits honestly it's just you know launching it uh, putting an intro and an outro well (laughs) copy paste that's it seriously it but Again, I wanted to outsource. I didn't want to have to think about it because of the eye pain. So I did did that. Then second of all, the biggest, biggest, biggest and thing that I'm so grateful for that I did and decided to do, which was hiring a personal assistant, aka a PA. Um, She is, I won't name your name, but you are, if you're listening to this or not, she is amazing. She 
she's amazing. I, I don't even know how to say it, but she feels like she's, um, she's actually an old client of mine. I worked with her, I think in, well, I think three years ago and she's fully recovered also suffers from a chronic illness. So she can relate to me a lot. She works super fast. She is hilarious. I laugh more about her jokes than anyone else's jokes she is the funniest person on earth she uh, it's just again i am so lucky that i found her or she found me because i i I basically put an advert on my social media she responded we swap emails um and it was just i hired her on the spot and i i've never looked back i'm so 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 thankful so i've outsourced a lot um this past year when it comes to my website and then the cool thing is i said to her you know what i'll let's call her um jesse her name is not jesse but i don't know if she wants to stay anonymous i think she does actually because yeah that's what i assume um if i said jesse hey um you know what i've been thinking about the recovery boot camp you know this is what the program involves um this is what the program is all about uh, it's five days a week coaching calls with me for four months, four weeks, four months. Could You can also do four months, but let's start with four weeks. Uh, you also have WhatsApp support and accountability. And uh, I just want to have it for this price. And yeah, let's just make a landing page. And I'll, you know, again, I will put it on my social media and see what happens. And I kid you not, within three weeks... The first two months or three months were already fully booked. Every single month has been fully booked with the recovery bootcamp. I'm still blown away by by, by how many people applied. Um, I'm so thankful for you guys, for everyone, by the way, who has listened to this podcast, who has been my client, who who is liking my stuff, who's sharing it, all the all the all of that. I'm so thankful for every one of you. And so, yeah, the bootcamp has just been um, sold out immediately or fully booked, basically. I still have two spots left now for February and March. So if you're interested in that, apply immediately. Because like I said, the the spots are opening up um, not that often. And I added two extra spots. And so, you know, they could be taken like that if you want to start the new year with a bang i would say do it no one regretted it so far um you probably have seen the testimonials under the highlights of recovery bootcamp if you haven't go back there uh they're also on my website so long story short it's been amazing transformational and everyone has been doing really well so far so yeah and i'm now also i just recently launched a an aftercare program which basically is an exclusive offer to the recovery bootcamp um, clients only. So I'm not even sharing that on my social media or on my website because that's only exclusive for the recovery bootcamp people. And so, yeah, it's it's it was in a newsletter recently. So um, it's it's yeah. I'm just like I said. I'm I'm, I'm so astonished. I am thankful. Uh, all at the same time, because I thought, you know what, this feels so good because I noticed the higher intensity coaching, the more progress people made. And that's, that's, you know, if you think about it, that's pretty logical or logic. It makes, it makes sense, right? Because 
it's kind of like a lot of hand-holding in the beginning and that's sometimes what you need as well so and then after that if you have a good aftercare it's something that just it's really sustainable um so yeah it's been it's it's been amazing and uh so that that is I, th- I would say the highlight of this year, launching the recovery bootcamp. Now, when I reflect on this year, I also want to say something really important. And that is this Christmas, uh, which was literally two days ago. I was really sad. And the reason why I was sad is because this moment in my life, usually during Christmas, New Year's, I'm always getting a little emotional because, you know, it's always a moment of reflection. But this year I was extremely emotional. And that's because I think also I'm at the point in my life, I'm turning 33 this upcoming year, which is insanity to me. And I'm ready for something, um, I would say a serious relationship. I'm, I'm ready for something committed. And although I, I've been dating people here and there, um, you know, you never know. Like I said, I've been in a lot of situationships. You never know where that other pe- person is ha- has had is at. That is also a very weird sentence, but you know what I mean, I think. It's so hard because even though I'm such a fan of open communication, and I've also said that to the people that I've been dating um, it's, it's this weird time in my life that I kind of feel like I'm pressured almost not, not from outside or anything, because if I, for instance, wouldn't want to have kids, I know that my mom and dad would not pressure me at all. But recently I've been thinking, I actually think I would like to have a kid at some point. And considering I'm turning 33, I don't have all the time in my hands, which is scary as fuck, right? Because as women, we have a certain timeline. And I also want to first keep dating and know someone in order for me to know, okay, they're going to be my future husband. Because I do want to get married. I want to do all of that jazz. So um, I just started to get super emotional and stressed this past Christmas. And thinking, oh my God, this is the fourth Christmas that I've spent without a partner and same with new years and i'm scared i'm quite scared which i know is not a good mindset to have because i know there will be someone out there and you know i i've turned away a a lot of people as well like it's not on one side right it's not like i've been rejected all this all the all this time i've rejected men as well because i thought okay we're not a good fit or i was not attracted or whatever but um yeah just um I felt the pressure from myself, not from anyone else, but from within and, 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 and just thought, okay, I need to get my shit together when it comes to really making sure that I'm going to be in a relationship this upcoming year. Now, this sounds weird because it's not something you can plan. It needs to come on your path and you also need to get out there. I mean, you have to keep dating and all of that, which I have been doing for the past years, but that doesn't mean it's going to be successful. And you also have to make compromises. You're not going to find your perfect person in one individual that doesn't exist. I always say, look at your three non-negotiables and that's about it. Because like I said, you're not going to find every everything you want in one person. That's impossible. 
Anyway, but this is not a dating podcast. Um, so I want to wrap it up here because we are already almost on at or at 30 minutes. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone. Um, you've been supporting me all this time. And I don't even know how to thank you. But if you're listening to this podcast and have been following me on social media or whatever it is, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough. And although this year has been a lot of ups and downs, I mean, this upcoming year, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. It's going to be a good year for all of us. And I think if you're going to manifest that as well, and I know that sounds a little woo-woo, that's the only woo-woo thing about me because I'm not spiritual whatsoever, but I've manifested everything so far in my life. So I'm going to manifest certain aspects in my life and I want you to do the same. Well, you don't have to do it, but I think it would be pretty damn helpful. So um, yeah, I think we're here. this is where we're going to end it. It's been kind of like an all over the place kind of episode, but that's usually the case with me. And although it's been like I said, very emotional. It's also been an amazing year with amazing things. And um, I count myself a very lucky woman to be in the position where I'm at. And I also, last but not least, got my office. I got my own private practice, my own office in Amsterdam. How cool is that? It's been a lifelong dream. I finally got it. So that's it, guys. I'm going to wrap it up here. Like I said, if you're interested in the bootcamp, don't hesitate to sign up. Spots are going fast and I hope to see you here in the new year. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.